Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where, of course, we wax poetic about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. Not only did he play professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League in that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. What is good, my brother? Chilling, man. This bizarro season continues on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> indeed anybody indeed. who knows who knows right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so we're gonna get into this we're gonna break this down so as we do the show twice a week we do it on mondays and thursdays the monday show is the reaction to the game that just took place and so that's what we'll be giving you today and then the thursday show is we look a little bit ahead to the next opponent and then given the fact that hard knocks and season is with us we'll be kind of recapping that as well so in this, I, I st- um, for those who listen to the show, you know that Ed and I have a little bit of a wager uh, on the the total, the win total for the Arizona Cardinals. I think I was out of my mind. I was crazy, and I and I picked ten wins for the Arizona Cardinals when I was looking at the. I was just prognosticating and trying to give my best guess. And so, of course, Ed being the bully that he is, he said, "Well, why don't you put some money on it?" And so, uh, so ten, <laughs> so ten wins is still in the in in the foreseeable. It's still possible because. Because the Arizona Cardinals uh, went to Los Angeles, played the Los Angeles Rams, and they were victorious 27-17. Both Ed and I thought that they would come up a little bit short. So that is a pleasant surprise. And for as much as people think that we are haters, we actually do want the Arizona Cardinals to do well. They are now 4-6, and six, and the Los Angeles Rams dropped to 3-6. and six. Uh, the it was a battle of the backups because not only did uh, not only was Matthew Stafford out because of concussion protocol, but also uh, Kyler Murray was out uh, with that hamstring, and so we had Colt McCoy uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, and then we had uh, then we had uh, Wofford that was for the Los Angeles Rams. Before I get into peppering you with some different things, what was your in terms of just a macro level thought on this game? What what impressed you? What didn't impress you? What tell me a little bit about that because I definitely want to get to that fourth. quarter quarter play in which Rondell Moore uh, made a spectacular catch in, in some of those things. But but uh, your thoughts on this game? Dare I say, Jay, that the team, or let's say offense, looked a little better with Colt McCoy under, I just said under, center. <laughs> and I, I say that sarcastically because there were a number of plays, Jay, where he was actually under center. Very right. rarely do we see our – uh, franchise quarterback get under there. But I just saw, you know, it looked like they responded to Colt McCoy a little better. And I know they're two different quarterbacks. And I know everybody loves the backup quarterback when they get in there, yes. you know, and, you know, because their expectations are so much less than our franchise guy. But like I said, it, it just looked like there was a better flow of the offense 
with Colt McCoy under center, the running game. We, we actually gave the ball to one of our, one of our running backs 21 times in the game. Yes, Connor. Sir. So yeah. I mean, that's not a huge load compared to back in the day, but in today's football, 21 carries for one back. I mean, you consider you almost say that was our bell cow for, that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and indeed. what I did see was with Colt McCoy under center, a lot more downhill rather than shotgun or pistol and the notorious read option all of the time. Uh, also, another thing I will say, target-wise, DeAndre got his 14 targets, right. uh, 10 receptions. Also, Rondell Moore, yes, sir. 13 targets. So it was almost like we were looking for somebody other than just uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So the ball was kind of spread out a little bit. Obviously, we had Zach Ertz going down early in the game, which was a very bad sight. I hate seeing that, yeah. especially my fellow. It looks like end. he knew something, like he knew something, because he, he when he was being carted off, he was sitting up. So at least, I mean, it was, looks like a leg injury just from this, from the outside. Yeah. But he, it looks like he knew that, yeah, it's probably not going to be, not going to be good. Yeah. And when they cart you off, that's another bad sign. Um, obviously the other thing I, I, I kind of noticed from this game, Jay, and I, although it was backup quarterback, uh, Wolford, we still got after him. Yeah. Uh, you know, so regardless of who was under center for the Rams, our defense came to play today. They, they, they you know, played well. Uh, you know, like I said, contained Wolford, confused him, I would dare say, you know, three sacks in the game, uh, a lot of other pressures. JJ uh, Watt even was getting after it. Everybody was getting after it. So what I would say is today, was one of those team efforts. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It was one of those where it seemed like on all sides of the ball, uh, even our special teams, we even chipped in a little bit. Um, so it was a, a team effort where I think this was, would I would say, was the first time all year that we played a total team game. Okay. You know, we, we've run a couple other games, like the, 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 the Raiders game was kind of – you know, that was the, the late comeback and the Murray play, but we didn't play all that great. You know, we had the the the, 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 the fumble six, you know, to win that one. Um, you know, other Carolina, I would say we probably played a decent game. You have to look at who we were playing there. But this was a total team effort, and I was actually encouraged by what I saw. It'll be interesting to see some of the buzz, or I guess I'll be looking out for some of those keywords from inside the building this week in terms of, the mindset of how well Colt did, whether this was just a mirage or, or you know, we can't wait to get our uh, star quarterback back in Colt McCoy. Yeah, I think it was also interesting. And I think, and you, you've been, you have obviously been inside those locker rooms, but what you, it seems that what you would want from your starting quarterback, I mean, your backup quarterback, can you go in there and get me, if you had to spell us for three weeks, can you get us two wins? If it was five weeks, can you get us two or three? And so that's what I would imagine that the, the, the expectation is going in. So at least he's been able to live up to that, to that standard. Yeah. So we have confidence in Colt McCoy that he can at least keep us in the game and he can even not just try to turn around and hand the ball off, but really try to make some plays. As I mentioned with uh, that, it was, and I want to, I'm curious as I asked, as I described this play, I wonder if what you would have done if you were, if you were Cliff and Cliff, he went for it on fourth down a couple different times. This four, it was about what uh, it was eight 45. I want to say it's fourth quarter, eight 45 left. It was fourth and three. Uh, Cole McCoy drops back. He, he, he like, again, three yards and he passes it to, uh, to Rondell Moore makes an excellent one handed uh, grab. And, uh, 
for a 26 yard gain. And then two plays later, they end up punching it in. And that was kind of really the, the kind of final nail in the coffin, so to speak. But it's a, an amazing play. Um, but it's risky, right? I mean, I know the, the result is a result. So you can look back and say, great call. But I'm just curious in the, in the moment where you thinking, let's, let's punt this ball or let's kick it or whatever it is. What were you thinking in the moment? Would you have gone for it in that situation? I'm right there with you, Jay. It's a great play because it worked. Mm-hmm. Just think of how bad it would have been if instead of just trying to pick up the three plus, you know, we, you know, because that very easily, other than a great play by Rondell, knocks that away. We're totally talking a to great play. And it's like, oh my God, what a gutsy call. I don't understand why it's, it's all risk it. You know, it, it wasn't necessary, in my opinion, uh, you know, to, to, you know, to throw the ball that far down the field. I just think there might have been more in the arsenal to pick up the first down with a less risky play. And like I said, my 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 feeling is because it worked, we're looking at it as if it was a great call. Right. If somehow that didn't work out and what is everybody screaming? What the hell? What kind of call was that? Right. You know, why not just go for the, you know, pick up the first down or punt it away and be safe? So because it worked, Great call, um, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, I always say. So, you know, for a week, uh, Kingsbury gets to look like a genius because he pulled this one off. Now, so looking at this, there. so we mentioned Kyler Murray that was out. Matt Prater was out, and they ended up bringing on a, a kicker, uh, Vizcaino, and he, he ended up coming through. It was two for two. Uh, got a 46 mm-hmm. yard field goal. So that helps when you're, because we know earlier in the season when we had to bring on a kicker and that didn't, it didn't yield the best, uh, best returns there. But also, uh, Humphreys was out in addition to Hudson has now been placed on the IR so that, that, you know, people that are having to step up and not used to being in these game situations and making some mistakes. There was that, uh, there was that, uh, the, the, the snap where it went a little bit to the right where uh, Tori, I want to say it was in the fourth quarter where Colt McCoy kind of lost it a little bit and, and kind of fumbled that snap. So some things that, that definitely need to be shored up. So I'm just curious about, I mean, as we, again, we're looking at the, the result of this game, but the fact that Hudson's put on IR, we've talked about this for a little while in terms of, not speculating, but just just wondering: is is his heart in it? Is he really hurt? And now he's been put on IR. So whether he's actually really hurt, or are they just trying to just trying to uh, to maybe to to take him out of the spotlight, so to speak, so he won't be around or being expected to get into the game. One of those situations. Say, I don't know that we will get the whole truth and nothing but the truth ever, or at least as early as the end of the season with Hudson. Um, they, there's obviously something going on, whether it's physical or mental, maybe he has checked out, they know it, they don't expect them to come back, uh, at this point, you know, unless they open it up and we get a chance to get full diagnosis of that knee, we just have to go on what they're basically showing us and telling us, but it just does, it's got a bad feel and a bad smell to it, you know, yeah. where he really was on the off season hedging on whether he wanted to come back, then he does come back, you know, no off-season participation at all. And then during training camp, did absolutely nothing. And then, you know, the knee gave out on him, or at least the report of the knee going out on him, you know, a few weeks ago. And now he's on IR, uh, you know, and I'm never one to speculate about injury because I've been there before and I know how tough it is to, to work through certain things. It just seems to me that if his heart was truly in it, 
you know, maybe there'll be a little more effort in trying to get on the field. You know, there are some dudes, you know, what they say, you have to, you know, drag me off that thing, kicking and screaming. I don't see him kicking and screaming at this point. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm probably not ready to play. And, you know, yeah. like, well, you know, there might be some talking behind the closed doors, but at this point in time, you know, four and six, uh, seven games to go in the season. I'm not sure whether we, we might have seen the last of Rodney Hudson. We, we could have, depending on, obviously, there's a, a minimum amount of weeks he has to be on IR. But if this season happens to, yeah, but if, you know, we don't know at this point in time, we can only speculate. We, but like I think I was saying, we might have seen the last of uh, Rodney Hudson in terms of uh, playing uh, uh, this season and, and for his career, for that matter. So let me ask you this. So in terms of players that were on the field, your thoughts on some performance there. Myjay Sanders, the rookie coming in. So he performed well. I'm just curious in terms of as you look at him, uh, how you think he had uh, five, he had five total tackles. Uh, he had a sack. He had a cut. He had a pass defended. I think he was, it was Isaiah Simmons that was in on that. If I'm not mistaken, that uh, pass defended that ended up getting that led to the interception by Buda Baker. Uh, Simmons had uh, seven tackles uh, and, um, and he had a tackle for loss and then going to Buda Baker played great as well. Ended up having that interception for a great return. And then also mentioning JJ Watt was a presence on the line as well. Any of those players stand out more than the others in terms of how they perform today on the field? I, you know, I, I Buda, I got to uh, you know, give him a standing ovation in this one because he was listed as doubtful at one point, um, even to, to suit up for this game. And then he, and very rarely do you see him go from like doubtful to questionable to all of a sudden, you know, he was like fully cleared, healthy and ready to go. And, you know, his performance, he is that, he's that dude, the inspirational dude on this defense. And sometimes his numbers don't even tell you how good a game he had. And I'm sure there was a bunch of other guys on that defense. You mentioned uh, Sanders, um, Isaiah Simmons, you know, had a good game. There's certain guys I'm sure they were looking and like if Buddha's out here giving everything he's got. And I think uh. even on that uh, episode of Hard Knocks, I think it was, hey, just try to play as hard as Buddha Baker, you know. So maybe some of that's rubbing off. So we'll see how that all, you know, kind of goes moving forward. But I give this one, like I give the defense a special ovation in this one because I do think that they kind of set the tone for this game. And obviously it was, was against a backup quarterback. And we, we see how bad the uh, Rams are struggling just overall. How do you go from, you know, Super Bowl champion to this, this, that quickly, you know, it's just, yeah. it does not look good on their end. But like I said, to go out there to LA and get a victory, uh, that's, that's no easy task. I don't care who's playing at quarterback, but like I said, I would say hats off to several of those, uh, defensive players and then throw Colt McCoy in there and uh, Connor as far as being able to run the ball the way he did. There were several guys who, uh, you know, in normal situations, if they're handing out game balls, there's going to be a whole bunch of dudes uh, deserving of game balls for this victory. So I did want to ask you about Colt McCoy again and maybe being a, a gentleman on the sidelines watching it, if that if that uh, could could maybe motivate or inspire. But one of the things that I, I noticed – 
was that they they put up the graphics. So in terms of for the for the Rams, they were in terms of rushing yards per game, sixty eight yards rushing per game. Uh, they that's thirty first in the league, and the yards per play in terms of rushing plays three point two, which is thirty first, and the number of first downs, uh, rushing first downs per game thirty, uh, with and that's last. And so I was worried about whether or not the the Rams were going to be able to to run on the on the Arizona Cardinals just just for no other reason than than this is what we know that they're not good at. And then they'll try to focus on it in the beginning. They were focusing on it in that first drive, but after that, the, the Cardinals seemed to shut them down. And so when we look at the final totals for, for the, for the Rams in terms of rushing, it was 66 yards. So they held them true to that, but I am, and tell me if I'm wrong here. You mentioned the fact that 20 run, 21 attempts, rushing attempts from Connor, what that was what 68 yards not a whole lot there. So if we're, if we're going to be going up against teams where we really have to make, have that ball control and being able to run the ball helps you to possess the ball for a longer period of time. And we play the likes of the, the 49ers. And as we go deeper into the season, that was a little bit concerning for me. You would think that with 21, it's still 3.3 yards per, per carry or, uh, but still you want a little bit more if you're going to, if you're going to be, if you're going to stick to that many uh, rushing attempts. Well, I was surprised with both teams, Jay. You're talking about two teams both going with their backup quarterbacks. How do you take the pressure off of your quarterback, a backup dude that this is his first action of the season, right? And for Colt McCoy, he didn't even play in the in the regulars in the preseason. Right. Uh, you know, Wolford at least probably got some snaps. But how do you take the pressure off of your backup quarterback? You run the ball. Right. And neither one of these teams did that. You talk about, you know, they ran the ball a total of 20 plays. We ran it 26 times and we both threw it in the 37, 36, uh, attempt range. This was, this was low octane offense at its best. Huh. Uh, the, 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 the best part about this game for both teams and especially for us, we were playing each other this week, Jay. Uh, you know, you imagine, you know, going to get some of these other offenses and going in with these type of attacks. Yeah. We might have been wiped off the board. We were lucky enough to catch, you know, even you say if they would have had Stafford and we're going in there with Colt McCoy, it could have been a different outcome as well. So I was not impressed. I, like I said, I would say this much. Overall, I wasn't impressed with like this game being a great watch, but for the Cardinals, a good win on the road with your backup quarterback. Uh, you know, Colt McCoy, almost like he came in and stabilized some things a little bit, you know, oh. um, and I guess that's a good thing. We'll have to see what they do moving forward. Maybe now you're not so hard pressed. Well, we got to get Murray back as soon as possible. And I'm not saying Colt McCoy is going to replace him, but I'm saying, hey, you know, Murray, you know, if you're not 100 percent next week, you know, we'll just, you know, we feel like we're at least good hands with Colt. You know, a lot of yeah. other teams, you know, their backup quarterback goes down. It's like, oh, my God. Right, uh, code red, but nice with with McCoy in there and what he's proven that he can do, not just this year, but for the couple to three years or so he's been here, he's proven that he's a viable backup and can get you some W's. And maybe this is the start of something. Maybe he lights a fire under some of the others in this organization. So that's what I want to transition to. I want to transition to before we head out of here. So again, talking about the Cardinals victory 27, 17 over the Los Angeles Rams. And so uh, you saw that number, that graphic during, during the broadcast, the 11 and one since uh, McVay has come to the Rams and all that stuff. But you, this, what was it? uh, There's a, this is the first time that Colt McCoy has, has come in, in, in to spell uh, Kyler Murray. And so you mm-hmm. would think that if you're looking at somebody that's having success doing certain things, oh, okay, well, I see that 
again, we know that it's no joke. I mean, it's reality that Colt is taller than Kyler Murray, but it still remains that you can say, well, he, if he can get under center and be able to do some things, why can't I, if he can do it, it's one of those things where if you know, I'm more talented than you, if you can do it, I can definitely do it. And I would, I would hope that that would be the way in which you look at it as opposed to, uh, as opposed to almost blowing it off. And I'm not saying that Kyler is doing that, but that would be the lesson to learn you know, for one, if you, if you are injured, you can pause and you can let him, let the backup come in, but also to be able to look at that backup and say, what can I glean? What can I learn from this veteran that's been in the league for so long? What can I learn from him and be able to, to help my game to make me more diverse and even take my, my, my talent up a level? Dare I say, Jay, this could be, or in a lot of instances would be an opportunity for your head coach to impart some lessons on his young, franchise quarterback right meaning we get in the film study and whoever what happens we'll watch this as a team you know um, like you break it down we'll offensive watch it together but then when i get into that quarterback's room and i've got colt i've got um uh, kyler and our, our mcsorley in there this is an opportunity for me as kingsbury as the offensive coordinator to impress on my young quarterback how much more diverse the offense is if I can convince you, which I haven't, shouldn't have to convince you, huh. I'm the head coach calling the plays, and this is my offense. I shouldn't have to convince you, but maybe this is an opportunity for me to convince you that certain plays, a uh, certain amount of times underneath center will be very beneficial for us as a whole in offense because it opens up other aspects of things we can do and also I think brings out the best in James Conner. James hmm. Conner is not a dude – He's not a scat bat. James isn't a dude that, you know, you want to get out on the edges, you know. You want James every now and then just straight downhill, right. you know, seven yards deep, straight downhill stretch plays or, you know, gap plays, uh, power and different things like that. You want to get him moving downfield. And the best way to do that, I keep saying that, is quarterback under center, you know, have him come downhill, hit that hole, and you'd be surprised. What else opens up within your offense? Play action, hmm. roll out, different things like that. So this, what Colt did me, I was amazed, Jay. I'm sitting there watching the game, and I almost wanted to start counting. I was like, damn, he's under center, first play of the game. He's like, wow, he's like, under center, right. center. And I'm watching this as it transpired, and I'm thinking, like I said, this could be a great teaching moment, but we'll see when the true test and sign will come. The next time Kyler's healthy, whether it's this coming week or the week after, after to be back um, uh, at the quarterback position, I can't even say under center. <laughs> we'll see how often this lesson was imparted on him and whether he takes it uh, to heart and, you know, maybe opens up that portion of the playbook and formation. I don't, you know, it'd be interesting to see, but like I said, uh, for me, it'd be a great teaching moment if I'm Cliff Kingsbury. So again, so as we wrap this up, again, the Cardinals believe in the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals get that victory 27-17. Uh, the, the C- Seattle Seahawks, they ended up losing today. Um, uh, again, this was, you mentioned in terms of each element of the game. So, uh, defense, offense, and special teams, it was their best overall effort. But I think if you get carried away and think that that's going to be the, that this type of effort, against other teams that are more talented that aren't that don't have such glaring deficiencies for example as the Rams do when it comes to their offensive line when it comes to their uh, inability to run the ball some of those things if you think that that same 
effort is going to is going to help you to get back into this playoff hunt, get back into a wild card hunt, or even to try to have an outside chance of, of winning this division, then that's then it's going to be you'll be sadly mistaken in my case. In my but it this should hopefully let you know this is what we can do when we're all on the same page and we take this thing seriously. Yeah, I mean a win is a win. We always talk about that. I don't care who's you know in in the lineup, but I cautiously looking at how how bad the Rams are, and that's a good thing, you know, for us. Yeah, you know, we we took advantage of. Imagine how bad we'd be feeling right now, Jay, if Ooh. you know you're looking at them coming out with John Wolford and beating us. Man, Ooh. you talk about deflating. And I'm pretty sure they feel the same way because they didn't have to face Kyler Murray at home on their home turf, and they squandered an opportunity to get one of those cheap gimmies. You know, like I said, and I'm not saying or or hold on. What about this? We we know that it's one. I'm sure that when you played uh, when when you played baseball, there was a pitcher that if you know that you can get his pitch count up, then you know that he you you had him right. Or if there was a Maybe there's a player, maybe there's a quarterback that you know if you do a couple little things that he's going to get frustrated and therefore you got him. And so maybe they was hoping that, yeah, Kyle's going to play. He's going to play because we got his number. We know how to get that dude. So maybe yeah. it was it worked against them in that way. Absolutely. They might have been hoping to get Kyler because they've had <laughs> some success against him. And, you know, it's like, throw going to Colts playing? You know, golly, we was hoping we going to get Kyler. Yeah, so, man. you know, who knows? Okay. So, yeah. So again, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. We do this thing twice a week. So we do it on Monday where we recap again, great win by the Cardinals. This is one of those games where I, I, I was worried that they would, that it was going to be a slog fest. Uh, and, and it wasn't necessary that they put up some points. So, so that's undeniable. Connor got two, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, we had, uh, what was it? AJ Green. They ended up getting a touchdown. AJ Green, Rondell yeah. Moore. This, uh, and of course, Deshaun, I mean, of course, Hopkins was doing, you know, what he typically does, but it's one of those things where this is, you had to win this game because of the level of competition based upon the record, based upon how this, this opponent was. So continue to, to look at the film and take it to the next level. But uh, before we head out, any other, any other last things that you want to say before we head out of here? No, like I said, I think the big thing is we got a victory. No matter how ugly or pretty it is, we can put this one in the win column and kind of go from there. We got a tough one up, you know, next week in Mexico, uh, Mexico City against San Fran. It'll be interesting to see how they play later tonight. Uh, I mean, that they, they now might be the team with the target on their back. You know, I'm not saying Seattle came back to earth, but, you know, I think if I'm looking at this division, I'm not counting – the Rams off yet, but I'm kind of counting the Rams off because they look pretty bad at this point. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking Seattle might fall back to earth a little bit. 49ers this is going to be a huge test for us coming up. This is one of those ones. If we get, we're right back in the race. If we don't get it, I'm not saying we're eliminated, but it makes it much more of a, a harder, tough uh, uphill uh, battle. I lied. Uh, one one comment and your your thoughts on this. If you're in the locker room and you've been on, you've been a position coach uh, before. So, you know, with in, in the locker room as a position coach, if you, if, if you, how do you balance the, if the players come in there and they're thinking, yeah, we got it. Also, all we got to do is play like this. And they're really high. They're really on when they're on that emotional high. How do you balance with, with not trying to tear them down to say, that's not going to get it done. And then all of a sudden they lose confidence. And so instead of going from a 10, you take them to a one and you need them in about a five or a six to be able to just give that consistent effort is how do you walk that fine line? If you're, if you're a coach. 
That's a great question, Jay. What the good ones do is we are going to celebrate this one today because, as I mentioned, this winning in the NFL is hard. You allow the guys to enjoy that high today, and, man, the plane ride home is that much sweeter because we got a W. When we come in tomorrow to watch the film, that's when we get serious about, hey, look, fellas, we got away with one here. Let's go through the good, but we're also going to emphasize on the things we didn't do well. Yeah. And then as soon as you're done, you know how Bill used to say, it's on the Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, then yeah, as yeah. soon as you go through this film, you praise, you critique, and, and then it's like, look, okay, gentlemen, this one is over. It's time to move on to the next one. We can't think about this one anymore. And that's like what I said, but at the same time, you let them enjoy this one on the road. This is a great plane ride home. Everybody gets steak on the way home, bro. Everybody, <laughs> everybody gets steak, extra dessert for that matter. You know? <laughs> All right. So yeah, for the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. And as we always like to say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And we are presented by Bet Online. So always, as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding? Till we see you again, be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.